You're listening to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live, with your hosts, Eric Provoznik, Jim Culver, Marty Zamora, and Christine Leninger. All Over the Place, where the fun sanity never ends. All right, welcome back to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live. With me tonight, Marty Zamora. How you doing tonight, Marty? Pretty good. Got Jim, whiskey, so uh, there, there, it's not a show unless Marty is imbibing in, in of some sort of uh, adult beverage. Always, always nice to have Marty. Uh, and and we got to get sponsorship from one of those boozeteries at some point. We do. Yes. But uh, unfortunately, Jim not able to join us tonight. If you remember the last show, he was a little under the weather. He is still actually he's more like a lot under the weather now. But so Jim Culver, feel better, buddy. And joining us tonight, uh, a guest who I had on the old Radio Free Threedonia show uh let's just say a few moons ago and with us from the band edge of paradise, a band that has been described as cinematic rock with an industrial edge, ethereal cosmic Margarita Monet from edge of paradise. Welcome to all over the place. Hi guys. Thank you for having me. Oh, so, welcome. Welcome. And, and you know, and right now you are, we're just going to jump right in. You are on tour right now with lacuna coil and you're have a, a very brief off night. So uh, thank you for joining us on, on, on your off night. And uh, so how's the tour going so far? It's going amazing. Yes, we've had a couple of um, sold out shows already. And we're only like four shows. In. And uh, yeah, people are really awesome. And all the bands are awesome. And um, so much really just great energy all around. And mm-hmm. I'm and I've been, you know, obviously uh, following you. And, uh, and folks, you can uh, follow Edge of Paradise, Facebook, Instagram. What what other social medias can they find you? Uh, we're all everywhere. Twitter, TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Every, see, the, the social media. So just go out there, look for Edge of Paradise, look for Margarita. And uh, what I've been noticing, and, you know, uh, as one, one stop in particular, uh, the, the younger audiences are coming out. And uh, the little girl's name was Layden. You, you were her first rock show. What's that like, having that awesome, uh, 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 that achievement on, on, on the mantle now? bringing her yeah. into the rock and roll world. Yeah, there's a lot of kids at these shows, which is always really cool to see. Um, and um, yeah, the kids are very into it. And then they love to get all, you know, some souvenirs from the shows. And uh, it's always great for us to meet them because um, it, I don't, it's very inspiring to meet, you know, children, kids who are really into the music. So especially, you know, being the very first band the little girl has seen, it feels very special, and I think I think she had a great time at. Yeah, I think Lacuna Coil is like one of the you know most perfect shows to see for the first time because mm-hmm. it's very it's cinematic, it's heavy, but it's very accessible for all ages, and you know the crowd is very, uh, just the energy is great all around. There's yeah, there's not, you know, if it was like there's no moshing, nothing that's like. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. So no mosh pits. Yeah, no mosh pits. It's a great tour for little kids to see. The the little rocker. Do, do they got the devil horns up, or are they uh, they're just in, actually I, how many how many of them are covering their ears, and then they realize no, this is awesome. Take my hands off of my ears. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've only I've met them after the shows. I mean, I'm sure it, it, it gets pretty loud, <laughs> but I've seen at least. You know, they posted a photo, and the little girl goes like this with a heart. <laughs> nice. Love it. So, and uh, 
so you're you're out on tour now, and the uh, the latest album was from uh, 2021, The Unknown. And but just last week you dropped another awesome single <laughs> with the hologram, or no, not not the just hologram. It's not the hologram. You dropped hologram. So uh, what's what's on the horizon now? What when, when's a new album coming out? When can we uh, expect some more new music from you? Yeah, so that song was actually not officially released. So oh, so it's just on Spotify. Okay, so well, we're kind of a, you know it's it's being taken care of. Behind- oh, I, I, I did not mean to hit a, a delicate subject here. My mind, hologram doesn't exist, folks. Don't look for it anywhere. No, no, it's. <laughs> but it's it's very soon. Uh, but yeah, the unknown is the latest album, and mm-hmm. you know we are very excited to get the new album out there, and it will be released the right way very soon, and it's going to be our. Um, it's like a continuation to the unknown. But we are stepping into more heavy, more dangerous sci-fi territories. And it's a very, um, it's kind of like a story where you kind of describes what we're going through right now. Mm -hmm. So it's going to have a lot of meaning to it. So so, uh, is it it a concept album of sorts or just like a continuation of the themes that you had on the previous album? It's a a little bit of both. A little bit of both, a little bit of a concept album because we are looking to, I mean, we filmed a few music videos and there is a continuous storyline through it. I don't want to give away too much, but like a lot of characters involved and, um, you know, a lot of adventures and uh, we are looking to release a graphic novel with it later on. Graphic novel. So Marty, I, I know you had something uh, along those lines, so I, I, I'm going to throw to you on that one. Uh, coming off of a graphic novel, yeah, uh, just uh, I was I've been a little under the weather today too, so I spent a lot of the day going through a lot of your stuff, and the music's fantastic. I mean, I, I didn't I didn't really know where the where the um, the years lined up, but uh, you could definitely. It's I started figuring it out because the music has evolved, um, but I, I I stumbled upon that you do a lot of this or all of your artwork on your, on your albums. And so does that mean that you're going to do some of the graphic novel? Well, actually the album art, I never do the cover art. I do a lot of like for the last album, I did a lyric and art book where I made a painting for each of the songs. And that became, you know, a book where people can go the lyrics and see the, um, art that goes along with it. So for the next one, we're going to take it a step further and uh, tell a story through the art and uh, you know the music. Um, I don't. I'll still be doing a lot of art, but we are going to be working with a lot of other artists and especially Dresden Seven. He's going to be involved in the storyline and the artwork. So we are going to. I love working with other artists just because it's um really brings in inspiration from the outside so collaboration always takes things up and you know to the next definitely definitely and speaking of collaborators uh yeah first i please send my best to dave i'm i'm i remember meeting y'all back in 2011 when you're touring off of mask when that's when i got uh, met you the initially meeting you guys and getting out there and getting the head banging in with edge of paradise. So please send my best to Dave. And yeah. he's been, he's been your, your number one collaborator since you two came together and, and uh, formed edge of paradise. And what's it been like with Dave? Dave has been the constant through line and now uh, the, the, the latest band seems to be, be gelling. So uh, tell me how they're uh, fitting in 
with uh, how you and Dave have uh, structured the band? Yeah, we've been with the current lineup um, for a few years now. Well, I don't know. It's so weird, you know, with COVID, everything's kind of a blur. <laughs> At the time, it seems weird because we had so many tours lined up and everything got canceled. So we did have, so we got our drummer, Jamie. Then I think our bass player, Kenny, is the last one to join this lineup. And it feels like we've been together for a really long time now because uh, everything feels so like we feel like a unit and we never really had that before. And this is the first album hologram that we recorded together as a band because beforehand, you know, Dave either played bass or we had other people play bass, you know, with Universe, we had another drummer, but Jamie, our current drummer played on the unknown. So it was always kind of scrambled. So with this upcoming album, it's our lineup, you know, we've toured together now where a really great unit we get along um you know we care for each other we are you know have great chemistry so it's i'm very excited to see where this goes you know and feel very i feel i feel like we all feel really confident together now so they all gel otherwise you know we had to throw them off of the spaceship <laughs> that's, and that, that's a very painful painful ride and uh now joining us now uh we, we have our uh, producer and uh, an occasional co-host christine hi, hello hey margarita hi welcome hi thank you for having me of course yeah and and check i i'm, I'm re we're recording i did it congratulations <laughs> yeah I'm, a, I'm not refired yet so that's good yeah so good um can i ask and, you a question <laughs> Yeah. This is this is all of our shows. Absolutely. Go. You know, I don't know if you guys have talked about it yet, but like at what point when you were growing up, do you go, this is what I want to do for my my career, my life? Like this is what I was born to do. When did that happen? <laughs> um, you know, never I never thought a metal band would be that. I always knew I wanted to do something in performing arts because I grew up playing classical piano, I did theater, I did ballet, like all the kind of performing aspects of art, um, of the arts. But it's not till I moved to LA, I kind of fell into it. And, um, you know, I went to NYU for acting and I did astronomy and I took biology. So it's like I did a lot of different things there and then when i moved to la you know i tried to do just anything like i was in this dance group I gigs, but i missed music a lot so it was totally by chance that um this random producer to play piano on a song and then i ended up singing on it and, it, and then we needed a guitar player and met dave and dave was coming out of another band that he had and was like i need a singer like I'm not really a singer, but you know, I feel like we just had the same. Uh, I think I would disagree. I'm not sure yeah, I'm my look like, of astonishment either. So yeah, how do you fall into being? Like, how do you fall into being a singer? And not just a singer. You're, you're a singer with an amazing range, as you know, as we brought up, you know, way way long time a long time ago. And anyone who listens to you obviously know that you've got this perfect voice for metal, perfect voice for rock. It's just. Yeah, I just stumbled into it. Whatever. <laughs> because I, uh, you know, when we, okay, I always knew that I wanted to create something and build something that's meaningful. And I think that's where I was like, 
okay, you know, with Dave, because he kind of wanted to do the same thing. And since he was, he was already doing a band, I was like, I had no idea what it would entail, actually. And it took us years to figure out how to write together, you know. So I think with our album Universe in 2019, I think that's where we really figured out what we wanted to sound like. And I think it took me that long to really evolve as a singer as well, because now I listen to myself when I first started and, you know, I'm a completely different singer. But I think I credit, I always had the attitude that like, because, you know, I was always in music, so I could have like when writing songs, I would write them on the piano and I could hear what it would need, you know, melody wise, lyric wise. So I never limited myself thinking, oh, I could never do that. Whatever I heard in my head, I just kind of figured out how to do with my voice. <laughs> and I kept pushing myself to make sure that I'm happy with what I hear back. And I think that helped me evolve as a singer because, you know, otherwise, uh, like I, I just had the attitude of there's no limits and just kind of keep pushing. And, you know, the evolution is never ending. And it's kind of the fun thing about it. So. Well, it and definitely how, works. <laughs> Your method how, works. Thank I'm, you. I'm sorry, Marty. I'm stepping all over you. My, that's on me. That's on me. So uh, no, to, to that with the evolution, Margarita, you know, how, what was it like working with Howard Benson on, on the Unknown album and, and how he took you to the next level? Yeah, so that whole project was interesting because we so we wrote the album during 2020 because all our tours got canceled and I called Mike Plotnikov who's who actually produced Universe and I was like, Mike, you know, we don't have tours, let's just record music. And at the time he was working with Neil from Three Days Grace. He was like, Do you mind if Neil steps in, you know, from Canada on FaceTime and just be, you know becomes a part of it? I was like, Yeah, why not? That would be cool. So we just started, you know, recording that way. And the album was pretty much done. It, actually, it was done. And then Howard Benson heard the songs. He actually already heard songs that were mixed by Jacob Hansen. And then um, there were some that are still in the works. And then he was like, you know, I really like what I'm hearing. And then uh, he wanted me to re-record some of the songs. So I went into the studio and did, a, um, I think, four four songs I re-sang and um, he really brought out an, an edge to my voice that I never had before more of a rock edge I would say like uh, for example Digital Paradise if you listen to what I had before and after it is a big difference because before it was a bit softer kind of like universe I used more of a softer voice and then the chorus it was more you know it was powerful but it was cleaner um, then when I re-sang it with him, there was he brought out a lot of grit, a lot of edge. I sang everything powerful, like the verses, the choruses. Um, so he added a lot of that. And then, you know, production-wise also, I think we smoothed that. Like, he did a lot of cutting out <laughs> parts because, you know, our band, you know, we tend to have more uh, uh, involved songs. It's not very... Um, copy and with Howard he took some of the songs and we made them a little more streamlined which you know sometimes it would be like uh, but you know with him he kind of has uh, an outlook that you know we're making this for radio so <laughs> what did that 
and um, yeah, I mean, we, we really love how it turned out. But The Unknown is the song that actually we have a couple of versions out there because I'm like, we have to go with a song that, you know, The Unknown is like a piece of my heart. I mean, all the songs are, but the title track is like really meaningful to me. So you can hear the actual song that, you know, we in, intended to, you know, be the original track and it really grows. So the chorus doesn't come in to like a minute and 30 seconds. And then there's a radio version where the chorus kicks in right away. So that's kind of the, you know, the Howard Benson way. <laughs> Multiple versions for the eventual box set of Edge of Paradise. So you can hear the alternate tracks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or not and to to that with physical media you know obviously is something that is evolving whether it's you know into the streaming world away from cds and albums but now vinyls of course making a comeback but what what is your take on you know just getting the music out there whereas radio used to do the job now streaming services or or youtube stuff like that because you guys are very active in uh, making videos so tell, tell us about your thoughts on on getting the music out to the masses before you uh hit the road I, I love making videos just because I think from the beginning, I always wanted fans to be conventional. There's the music, there's the visual aspect of it, and the videos, which kind of take the people through the story and, you know, make it very um, immersive. So I remember when Spotify became a thing, we were already a band, and we're like, I guess we have to get the music on Spotify. And, you know, at first you're like, ugh. You know, like everything's gaining up against the artist, like all the streaming. But, you know, I think with the changing times, there's no, no really stopping it. And it does go in ebb and flows. Like, as you can see, vinyl come, is coming back. And, like, we sell a lot of vinyl and we sell a lot of physical cities, especially on the road. So we kind of have the attitude that everything is good now and you know streaming really lets you reach people in all different countries easier so it does let your music reach people you know in a wider way um so there are pros and cons to everything so we right. do the best of it but we do put a lot of emphasis on having really cool physical packages like lots of cool artwork inside the cds inside the vinyl so we don't abandon the physical aspect of things well as you can kind of see in the background on either side here a lot, lot of vinyl in the collection and some of it on the walls but um, i'm looking forward to getting uh getting some um edge of paradise vinyl some yeah. wax i can drop the needle on at some point soon so definitely with that now and you mentioned you know uh, the ability to get your music out there overseas and just to different markets you got uh band does a lot of touring in europe and um now when you go over there is it mainly festivals that you do exclusively or while you're there do you get in some uh stops in the clubs and the halls and the venues as well yeah you know we only did a few festivals it was mainly tours the first european tour well, first, every time we went to Europe was actually for a festival with Delane, the Femme Metal Festival in Amsterdam. We had a great time. Actually, Eindhoven in the Netherlands. <laughs> then the first tour in Europe we've ever done was with Sonata Arctica. Um, and that was a big tour for us. It was over 25 shows, if I can remember. Um, yeah, even more. So we hit... Yeah, it was we hit over twenty countries, 
So, and there was big venues, you know, over a thousand people each show. So that was really great for us. And it kind of took the band to the next level. But then of course, 2020 happened. We had a lot of US tours lined up. So once everything got canceled, that's when we decided to go into the studio and, you know, we made the unknown. So then after, uh, not that long ago, we went to the UK in the summer, in this past summer. So that was a really fun tour that we did with bands uh, Temperance and Carved. They're both Italian bands. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, now we're with Lacuna Coil and we're looking to go back to Europe pretty soon. But we are we're doing a couple of festivals in the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, we're doing the Blue Ridge Fest in uh, uh, Virginia. Then we're going to have an East Coast tour. And then we're going to have uh, we're going to go to Mexico for a festival. So I'm excited for that. So uh, obviously, you know, what for you, I mean, again, the good and the bad with, with everything, but you know, what kind of different vibe is it you know, at a festival as opposed to just being in a venue or a hall or a theater? Um, yeah, you know, there is, a, well, the difference, I guess, is a festival, there's so many bands and it's much more, um, you know, everything goes so fast. Um, so it is a different vibe, but at the end of the day, you know, it's kind of the same energy. I love the metal and rock crowd because people are so supportive. So like this tour that we're on with Lacuna Coral, it kind of feels like a festival a little bit because there's four bands and, uh, you know, we're hitting so many places and the venues are big and, uh, you know, we're seeing so many people. Um, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. We've never been like Blue Ridge Festival is going to be the biggest festival that we're you know we've done. We haven't done yet, but it's so I'll tell you about that one when we play it. <laughs> well, yeah, well, always welcome here on all over the place, Margarita. So I, we definitely want to follow up later in the year when once you know uh, the out new albums out and 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 hear tales from the road absolutely as well. And now uh, with um, you, you mentioned the, the metal crowds being so supportive so one just, just awesome because metal is awesome right marty metal is awesome yeah so, so but, but i'm wondering going, yeah yeah so uh i've in going down the youtube tunnel uh watching your videos fantastic i mean very creative and not a lot of people put that kind of effort um and i understand you do a lot of the or you have in the past done a lot of the the costumes and the dresses with the mirrors and the yeah. all really good stuff. And I noticed going through these videos, you've done some covers. Uh, Welcome to the Jungle. You did a Who song. I stumbled on Still Loving You. Oh my God. That was long, long time ago. Um, so, are you making <laughs> our guest blush, Marty? <laughs> well, uh, it's so uh, fantastic singing. But well, I was blown away, and I know this is uh, a bit of your specialty, but the, the piano playing was fantastic. And I'm assuming you composed all that from the original. You just very, very good. So will there be some of that on the new album? Oh, thank you. Yeah, you know, on all the albums, um, I always play the keyboards. I always do the arrangements, like the cinematic arrangements on the strings and the electronic elements. So I love doing all of that. Um, there are some songs where you do hear piano um, 
and we already have a couple of piano versions of the songs. And that's always really fun for me because when you strip away all the heavy rock elements and then it's just the piano and the voice, it kind of takes the song into a different place and brings out the different side and different emotion. So I'm excited to share those versions as well. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of, you know, traveling through time. <laughs> and I do love it when artists do that. Uh, there was another one. I don't recall which one it was now, but there was another one where it was just you and the guitar player. And that was also, I, I'm I always drawn to those. Love those. Yeah. Alone. We have in a dream. Yeah. Yeah. It's always so, fun. I love doing that. Quick question. Do you play guitar? I wish. No, I don't. No one ever Just curious. <laughs> Dave has never taught you even like some simple chords? No, no, never. I think he just didn't, never wanted to. It's his his space. There you go. Exactly. I always get mad if I'm like, you know, Dave, do this type of a solo. You know, sometimes I would make a, a solo on the piano, and then I'm like, can you do a little bit of that? It's like, no, no, no. And then he ends up incorporating it <laughs> anyway. So. And metal metal crowds. And I was I was uh, hinting at it a little earlier. Metal crowds. You know, as we, as you mentioned, Margarita are very faithful, very loyal, and we kind of get screwed in the rock and roll hall of fame department. And I don't want to get into the politics of that at all, but you know, after last year, Judas priest gets in, I think it might be time to get some more bands like motorhead maiden and maiden gets there. Okay. I'll get there, Marty. Hang on a second. So I just want to see Margarita. If you were able to not just nominate, but induct a few metal artists, who would they be? And please don't take into consideration the fact you've got two huge iron maiden fans in this panel right now. Well, yeah, Iron Maiden, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, bands like, I mean, they built such an iconic, there's a whole world, right? Iron Maiden, uh, Black Sabbath, um, I mean, Ramstein, just to be honest, I mean, they throw fire into people. <laughs> um, I mean, it's always, you know, I honestly, I never pay attention to those and like, award shows and, and because I do know that, it's just so much politics and oh. involved and there's just great artists and there's so many people in the world and everybody has their own taste, right? Cause art is um, so um, versatile and everybody has their own taste. So I, you know, I never want to kind of judge it like, Oh, you deserve the award, but they don't because people put in the same amount of effort and, um, you know, m you know, more than others, but at the end of the day, bands like, you know, Black Sabbath and Iron Maiden, they're kind of up there together. So it's hard to judge who, who will get it. Right? In the end, we're all out there rocking. Iron Maiden still sells out wherever they go. Yeah, that and, and, as long as you can keep making music and playing shows, that's kind of, you know, winning the award all on its own. Hall of Fame, Hall of Shame, we're still going to go and, and be in a mosh pit at an Iron Maiden show. <laughs> and well, uh, you know, we, we mentioned a uh, little laden earlier, and then the younger younger uh, kids in the crowd. And for people who you know are still you know they're uh, haven't been able to go to a show yet, what three four, like three four three five you know just uh, a few songs? What would you want to uh, put out there? What Edge of Paradise songs would you want to introduce people? Three or four songs to bring them in, to hook them into being an Edge of Paradise fan? 
Um, well, live we're playing a lot of the new songs, mm -hmm. but right now, um, from the unknown, well, definitely the unknown. I would say Digital Paradise, the unknown, one last time. Uh, and I like Fire. Fire, Fire is a good one, yeah, because that kind of gives you the whole spectrum of the band. You have the unknown really emotional it's really cinematic you have digital paradise which is very futuristic it's very upbeat it has a lot of electro elements to it one last time is just a really powerful emotional rock ballad uh very cinematic as well fire is kind of a little bit punk a little rock you know just very upbeat so yeah those four songs are good spectrum of what we do I'm, I'm also, I would throw false idols into that mix to get somebody hooked and going back to, and I'm going to, I got to show off folks. This is, this is how I got introduced. Um, oh, don't, don't do that. Now I'm making our guest blush. Sorry about that. But this is, I, I got to throw it out to Chip uh, Ruggieri as well. He's how we got introduced and with the mask album and, and actually uh, without getting too into any possible uh, politics and uh, rights issues, will mask ever be uh, making its way over to Spotify or the other digital platforms? No, <laughs> no. So in other words, hang on to this. It's a collector's item. Yeah, gotcha. Is. Okay. Yes. Um, so, uh, where, where, oh, and, uh, off of that one, I walk the line has always been a favorite of mine and no, it's not a Johnny cash cover. It's a great song in and of its, of itself. And, uh, I, I also want to, uh, Marty mentioned two of the covers, love rain or me by the who and welcome to the jungle. And, uh, I'm also digging the saints of LA. Saints of Los Angeles cover you did and uh, iconic Los Angeles band and you you guys being a lot of Los Angeles band. How did you get involved with that project that uh, the, the whiskey collection of, of crew songs? I don't remember <laughs> so long ago. Well, you sing you sing the hell out of it. So that's what you know, I, that's uh, that's another great cover. and uh, a cover that you know, kind of like uh, amongst all like the Helter Skelter or uh, too too young to fall in love and to have something from the 21st century and uh well, it may have been a long time ago. You may not remember. Love it. Oh, Kick I, ass. I guess I, I do remember. We have, we, he's a good friend. And he was a drummer at the time, Gene McEwen. So he was involved in that. I think his friend or uh, he knew someone who was putting it together. And he was like, hey, this is your bandage of paradise. You guys want to do something? So we're like, yes. And I think we picked that song. I think that's how it came together. Because we were like, oh, we're in LA. Got to do Saints of LA. <laughs> Love it. And, you know, and uh, again, uh, Margarita Monet from the band Edge of Paradise. I want to thank you for being uh, here with us on All Over the Place. And, you know, as, as we're, uh, we're winding things down, I, I want to, you know, uh, what is one album is in your collection that would most shock your Edge of Paradise fans? shock what what would they mo be most surprised to say oh my she listens to that <laughs> um well i don't know if it would shock you guys but i like i started listening to dio i love i love heaven and hell album i don't think that's very shocking <laughs> no considering your vocal range no doesn't surprise me at all no um, I didn't go through a Marilyn Manson phase. Oh. <laughs> That's shocking. But no, yeah, I, I think we all do that at some oh, point in our life. Got it. Um, I love uh, the album um, "30 Seconds to Mars" because I know Dave always gets on my case for like. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's shocking. All right. Well, <laughs> Have you it, met Jared Leto yet? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> well, it's it's not a fun band atmosphere if someone's not picking on you. That that's out it's out of love, out of love. So, and folks, I you know uh, Margarita. Once again, thanks for joining us here. You can check out the band at edgeofparadiseband.com. Go to YouTube, check out all of the cool videos there. And Mar Margarita, you know, uh, well, actually, uh, the show's coming up. Uh, make sure you check out your local venues. And where, where are you going to be next? What's coming up in the in, uh, in the coming days? So tomorrow, actually, we are kind of in LA area. We're in Ventura. Mm -hmm. Ventura. Theater. It's a really beautiful theater, more north. It's north of LA. Then uh, from there, we're going up to Salt Lake. So we're gonna. There's a. It's a really big venue up there. Um, and then we're making our way around through Colorado, through Arizona, New Mexico, and then back in Los Angeles. The tour ends at the very beautiful Belasco Theater. Ah, back in Los Angeles. Very cool. Well, folks, again, check out Margarita and the band Edge of Paradise at edgeofparadiseband.com. Margarita, again, thanks for joining us here on All Over the Place. Christine, Marty, as always, thanks for being part of the fun sanity here on All Over the Place. Thank you guys so much for having me. Very welcome. Take care, Margarita. You've been listening to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live. If you like what you've been listening to, and you know you have, be sure to share it with friends and family, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, wherever. and the guests only. You have listened at your own risk. 